Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. To the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina, George Kurtz, and the Fantasy Prince, Sean Engel. George, what's going on? Good morning, Joseph. How you doing? Uh, you know, last couple of days for the All-Star break. I got to yeah. tell you, Joe, uh, I hate Monday to Thursday next week. You know, no <laughs> games. I really don't care about the All-Star. I mean, I'll watch it if I'm home, but I, I don't mm-hmm. really care who wins. Uh, you know, the Home Run Derby, uh, I won't watch it live. The thing uh, will crush me, but really won't care about that. You know, I've uh, been watching a lot of poker this week, too. Uh, the World oh, Series really? Poker's going on. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a poker guy. So mm-hmm. uh, I always wondered when that happened because it's on all the time, but I never know, like, when the live version is, you know? So this is the time now, of year, early July? July, July 4th, every year, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay couple of buddies who were uh, playing in it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've had one, uh, they have the three day ones. So you, can, you can play in any of the day ones. One, uh, he survived day one yesterday. So uh, good for oh, him. Wow. Okay. Uh, so how long does this uh, tournament go? Well, theoret- theoretically, it can go on forever. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Until people <laughs> are eliminated. So there's, there's really no way of knowing how long it'll go. Right. right. Uh, I know yeah, once yeah. again, it's just, just day ones now. Uh, then they'll co- eventually, there's over 8,000 entrants. So mm-hmm. I was going to whittle that down. It'll go on for at least a week, probably mm-hmm. more like seven to ten days. So we shall see. Right, right, right. After I asked you that question, and when you answered theoretically, it could go on forever. Made me think of like, you know, uh, if you remember like The Sopranos, when they had those episodes where they would have their own little game, you know, that the that Tony Soprano would run. And you're right, it would just run for, for days on end. So... I guess theoretically it can run forever, but that's that's interesting. Okay, so uh, hey, you know, I, you could actually do a draft this week, right? I think the uh, NFBC is having a few drafts, fantasy baseball drafts. Uh, so maybe you could sp- spend the time that way, uh, George. I think I'm good with baseball. I don't think I'll be doing any more drafts. So I know midseason drafts, I get it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just the hard. It's the only uh, thing about it. Monday to Thursday. I think there might be a baseball game on Thursday, so I should say Monday to Wednesday. The only three mm-hmm. three days of the year where there there are no games. Right. No baseball, football, basketball, right. hockey. There, there are no games, so it's a uh, a strange time. Uh, you know, I have to spend time with my family. Oh no, <laughs> get to know them again, right? <laughs> Who? Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you look familiar. <laughs> uh, but they live here. It? Yeah, I should know you. What's your name? Uh, yeah. So happy Independence Day weekend. It, it was, uh, you know. It was odd. There were a couple of teams that that didn't play on on July Fourth. When you talk about it, strange, strange things. First of all, by the way, Stranger Things debuted on July Fourth on Netflix. I'm going to try to catch up on that. But strange things to not having baseball from Monday to Wednesday. But that happens, you know, every year during the All Star break. You know, but uh, it was odd, you know, that there were actually a couple of teams not playing on July Fourth, right? Well, it wasn't really odd because July 4th fell on a Thursday. And the, uh, Mondays and Thursdays are your normal off days in baseball with certain teams. Yeah, I, think what I, found more, <laughs> I think what I found more odd would be you look at uh, like the Mets. The Mets had Thursday off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Cubs, it was the Cubs, Reds, Indians, I forget the other team that had Might Friday the Giants. off. Oh, no, no that Giants, had Friday off. Giants Sorry. lost okay. last night. Uh, that they had Friday off. So I'm wondering, did the Cubs, the Cleveland Cincinnati, did those teams have off because they wanted to play on July 4th and had to take Friday off? 
once mm-hmm. again, as you mentioned, for history. And if that's true, why, why don't more teams do that? Why are mm-hmm. we stuck that we, oh, you have to play Friday because everybody's played Friday forever? No, who cares? Mm-hmm. I don't care when the day off is. You know, I, I agree. That I think all 30 teams should have played on July 4th. That's when we're all out yeah. there, our barbecues and everything else. Play ball. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. So I, I, I didn't find out the answer, but I do wonder if the reason why the Cubs had off yesterday was because they were playing July 4th instead. So instead of their normal off day being Thursday, they ended up being Friday. And I'm cool with that. Yep, yep. So today we'll uh, be doing lots of football because this is a transition time. But we're not going to give up on baseball. We got Matty Modica joining us in the second hour at CTM Baseball, uh, writer at The Athletic, uh, uh, high stakes fantasy baseball and fantasy uh, football player. So looking forward to that. But we're not going to give up on on baseball. So we'll talk that. Uh, And so before we transition to, to football, then we're going to go back to baseball. Since it's Independence Day weekend, George, uh, give me like a, a player, if you have more than one, that's fine, that you have decided, hey, uh, <laughs> that you've declared your independence from this season. Who, who, <laughs> who are you done with? You know. That's fine. I knew where you were going with that. So you started this little, uh, <laughs> this little play. You've declared your independence from. I think they're all. They're always players we can't stand that we hate. Uh, uh-huh. That just you know, I tick you up as the season goes by. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, I know in my home league, I, I, I second base has been a uh, second base and relief pitching has been a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, which is kind of ironic since I write the closer report and you like to call me the closer <laughs> guru and all. Yet yeah, I, yeah. I can't find a closer to last, you know, seems like more than a day, a week before something mm-hmm. bad happens here. But second base, I was about about to say goodbye to Jonathan Scope for about the third or fourth time this season. That's how bad mm-hmm. things have gone down in my league here. Uh, Scope, Travis Shorvin, uh, I've had gone on my team. Cano. Cano mm. would be the person you're talking about. That I, I, I declared that it depends about two, three weeks ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you've I, been I, talking I about it. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is, I, I drafted him in multiple leagues, probably at least three to four leagues I had. Hey, got him late. I thought mm-hmm. he'd be okay. And, of course, we all know well, he's been a complete disaster. I mean, the Mets have been a complete disaster. Anybody yeah. see the uh, the photos of, uh, what, Port St. Lucie when they lit the, uh, the damn stadium Amazing. on fire for the fireworks? Uh, That's the Mets season in a— that, Exactly, yeah. In a beautiful <laughs> summary. Yeah, yeah. Amazing, yeah. So for me, I mean, one player in particular, I I, I kind of even just said finally this morning because I, I, you know, put in my uh, waiver moves for tomorrow night. Uh, I, I'm done with Harrison Bader for now. Uh, you know, I expected bigger things from him. Uh, you know, power. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he really, basically, that's probably what he's been doing because he's batting 209 with uh, six home runs, four stolen bases. I expected more power and speed out of him. I think what keeps him in the lineup mostly is is defense, right? Uh, as in a real life uh, situ, you know, capacity. So uh, kind of done with him, uh, Harrison Bader. Bye bye. Yeah, I think that's kind of cheap. I mean, come on, Harrison Bader. Was he expected to do anything anyway? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. No, That's a guy you move on from in a couple of weeks. He's a bottom mm. of the roster filler here. Nah, come on, pick yeah. a real player. Let's not pick somebody who nobody cares about. It's like me picking uh, who else? <laughs> who someone's a little guy that no one uh, no one gives a damn about. You can't get, you can't pick guys <laughs> at the bottom of the order and says, "Oh, I'm mad at this guy." Well, no one expected them to do anything. Come on, I you expected know, re- something out of them. Real guys here. No, boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you pick. Uh, I, I can uh, hate every old, old man Cano. Posey, Posey mm-hmm. being a good person that you, you can move on from. Uh, actually, should have moved on once again. Should have moved on from him a long time ago. Joey Votto, mm-hmm. I think he'd be a good person to put in there. Move on, he's done. He's actually coming uh, on Votto. Do yeah, he's still that? doing anything though. He's hitting better, yeah. but still not doing anything fantasy wise. Maybe yeah. in real life for Bay, for, uh, for the Reds, he's doing some damage, but nothing for your fantasy team, and that's uh, that's what we're looking for here. Votto reminds me of somebody who. Uh, Got old quick. Justin's is he going to be like quick. Justin uh, Mauer? Is he going to be the Mauer uh, equivalent, like for the Twins? You Joe know, a guy that just could. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, Joe. Uh, the, where a guy, you know, he'll still hit for average, but do nothing else. I mean, I'm looking at uh, you know batting 333 over his past 24 games, four home runs, 11 ribbies. Uh, but when you look at his overall numbers, eight home runs and 22 RBIs, basically at the uh, All Star break. Uh, so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, he just fell off. I kind of like that comparison. I kind of mm. like that comparison. That's that's just a pretty good uh, Malin Votto. Mm-hmm. Same kind of mm-hmm. might end up being the same kind of players, which is a shame. Yeah. Since the only difference is you know Malin played in more of a uh, yeah a neutral ballpark in Minnesota, whereas we you know Votto plays in the band box. It's disappointing. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, with, with Votto. I, maybe we should have seen it coming. We uh, I think last year we gave him a pass yeah. because of the injuries, right? A lot of mm-hmm, injuries mm-hmm. last year with the knee. Maybe he couldn't drive, couldn't land, whatever it might be. So we gave mm-hmm. him that pass, and now you're starting to see, mm, perhaps we shouldn't have. I'll tell you somebody right. who I have not been able to get right all year long mm-hmm. uh, will be Ian Desmond. Uh, you know, I drafted oh, Desmond because I thought Talk about I a streaky player. <laughs> drafted Desmond because I thought he'd go 20-20. You know, steal, right. hit 20 home runs, steal 20 bases. He's going to hit the 20 bombs. The bases mm-hmm. aren't coming. And once again, I don't know if we should be surprised about that anymore in fantasy baseball as nobody steals. It's right. rare. Unless, you're, unless that's the one thing you do. Nobody mm-hmm. steals bases anymore. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe we shouldn't have known that. But I know what, what Desmond, what's been most frustrating is the week I put him in my lineup. That's the week he's sitting three games where he gets hurt. Yeah. The week I don't put him in, that's the week he goes completely ballistic. <laughs> he is that, uh, that four, five, six outfielder for me, so he's always one of that choice. Do I, do I put him in? Do I put this other guy in? And I seem to guess wrong every mm-hmm. damn week. Right, right. Well, I mean, since you uh, put my uh, feet to the fire on that, uh, that Harrison Bader pick, uh, I, I don't own any of these guys, but let me bring up a couple of the guys that some people might be saying, hey, maybe I should just get rid of them. <laughs> you know, uh, what about uh, Jose Ramirez? And you really can't get rid of him since he's a first-round pick, right, a first-round pick of yours. But what the heck do you do with Jose Ramirez? I know he hit a couple of home runs the other day. But uh, the guy, I mean, the last time I looked, he had a, a 163 batting average against fastballs. I mean, has he just lost all his his, his bat speed? I mean, the, the, to me, that's that's an amazing stat. Can't hit a fastball. Uh, he used to bat 301. I had, a, you know, uh, for a few years, I was looking at his stats. He had a period where he was hitting just over 300 uh, against fastballs. What happened to this guy? Well, first of all, where you drafted somebody. That means nothing as soon as your draft is over. Okay, I don't care where you took somebody anymore. I don't. It doesn't, doesn't matter. But First would you round, just last drop, round. Would, would you drop him? Uh, well, as always, it depends on what else is out there. Would I probably? Would I just uh, drop him? No, probably not. Maybe right. in an eighteen, uh, an eighteen league, but not in a ten. <laughs> oh, right. Over yeah. Above. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, I would. Uh, odds are against that I would drop him. That being said, he's certainly hard to play. I mean, what is he doing for your fantasy team? He is stealing bases. He's got eighteen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's the one thing he is doing, but he's batting 217, uh, seven home runs, and he had two home runs in a game the other day against mm-hmm. KC. That could be a good sign. His OPS is 651. To put it nicely, that's poor. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, he's not going to return first round value. That's obvious. He's not going to return 10th right. round value. Uh, what you're hoping for, you don't really care anymore, but what he did in April, May, June. It's what he does from here at this point out. Would I drop him? No, more than likely not. I'd have to have a stacked team to be able to drop him. Are you trading him? More than once again, more than likely not, because you're not getting anything for him. You're better right. to still you put him on your roster, but... where you can mm-hmm. keep him as a reserve there and see what happens to this from here on out. As I said, he did mm-hmm. hit two home runs the other day in, Can- in Kansas City. Tough ball, buck hit home runs in, so maybe he's starting to snap out of it. I don't mm-hmm. know a reason why he's ha- he's been so miserable. And this guy mm-hmm. is definitely fantasy LVP. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, yeah. But I, I can't tell you why. There's no injury that we know of that's you know, that's hampered him all season long. I guess right now we just chalk it down to a bad, bad season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another guy that's having a bad, bad season, since we're talking about uh, guys to declare your independence from, him, potentially, uh, Runyet Odor. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, in preseason, some people were talking him up, expecting, you know, big things out of him. Very streaky last year. But uh, look, look at this guy batting 195, 12 home runs, 7 stolen bases. Another guy that hit two home runs in a game <laughs> earlier this week. But uh, what, what do you do with a, a Runyet Odor? And once again, this is a guy that should be ruining your fantasy team. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's That's what barely, I'm saying. Yeah, may yeah. have been a top 10 second baseman coming in, so who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't. he had a terrible first half last year, came on the second half. So I don't think any of this could be surprising. I don't feel anybody. I don't feel bad for anybody but uh, Rufnet Odor. Uh, <laughs> you know, we saw this coming here, uh, that mm-hmm. he may or may not Two have minutes. a good season. So uh, not somebody you should be worried about. If, you, if mm-hmm. your middle infielder is destroying your team, well, then you didn't do very well. You know, mm-hmm. Jose Ramirez, yes. I can see that. You had the first-round pick destroying your team, who didn't mm-hmm. show up this season. But uh, Odor is nowhere near this category here. You were drafting him for power anyway. It's all you were going to get out of him was power. We knew the average was going to be a hit. You know, RBIs and runs should come with the power, so you're okay there. Bases, probably not. So uh, I don't feel bad for anybody about Odor. Am I moving on from him? Uh, once again, all these questions depend on who you're picking up instead of him. I think the question sure. is, do you start him? And with Odor, I'm probably only starting if I need the power. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you're obviously, mm-hmm. you're going to take an average hit. You know, he does yeah. steal a smattering of bases. 
about one every other week in fantasy. Uh, there's some value there. But the only way I start him now is purely if I'm desperate for power. Other than that, he's on the bench. Right, right. Uh, as we head out to commercial, do you feel bad for people that invested a pick uh, on uh, Matt Carpenter from the Cardinals? This guy has been in and out of the lineup all year. His back, and, and now he's on the IL right now. But remember how hot he was? I think he hit like 28 home runs over a span of like two, two and a half months last year. Um, I mean, you're right. Uh, Carpenter's been a problem, and he's been frustrating. Uh, another guy, slow start last year, then all of a sudden he's MVP, right? Mm-hmm. I think we were hoping for the same thing this year. Another guy, I mean, back-to-back years, terrible starts. Now he's got the injury. At least now with the injury, we can think, okay, we know why, and he'll be right. okay. So we have some hope here. We have some faith. You can put him on the I.L. and stay as you hope he comes back. Once again, not dropping him. That's all. I, I, I'm dying for a second baseman. I've tried to get Matt Carpenter from somebody. That's why. That's how desperate I am, and they won't trade mm. him to me. That's mm. There you go. There you go. Maybe you should be a little nicer guy. Maybe people make deals with you, huh? All right, we'll be back. Uh, we're going to switch over to a little fantasy football. We'll be back with baseball later as well. Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galina, George Kurtz, taking you through an Independence Day weekend. Thanks for spending some time with us. You can follow me at Joe Galina on Twitter. Follow that guy, George Kurtz, at George Kurtz. Makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, we talked a little uh, fantasy uh, baseball in the first segment. Let's uh, switch over. Talk a little uh, fantasy football news and uh, want to also get to uh, the Scott Fishbowl League, uh, which uh, the we will start to draft. We're drafting beginning at 11 a.m. Eastern time on Monday, George. So this is this is for real. So that's that's real cool. Uh, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But let's talk about uh, your favorite team's running back, Ezekiel <laughs> uh, Elliott. Uh, had a little uh, incident a few weeks ago in Las Vegas, uh, altercation supposedly with a worker at a Las Vegas music uh, festival was uh, briefly, um, I don't know if you want to call it handcuffed. I don't know if they were like the uh, the metal handcuffs or just restrained or whatnot, and then the, you know, the restraints were taken off. But met with Roger Goodell to discuss uh, this incident. Basically, uh, you know, he, he the guy's on... Uh, on probation unofficially, right? Because he's had situations in the past, but uh, met with Roger Goodell, later issued an apology via Twitter, and, uh, you know, the media outlets were announcing that he's not going to be punished. There's no suspension uh, expected. So your take on, on, on this whole thing. I mean, it's basically a slow uh, time for football, and we've talked about this in the past. Teams just want their players to just keep that, keep themselves out of trouble. Yeah, it it's frustrating uh, to see these athletes get themselves in trouble like this. I mean, you, you have to know in this day and age, everybody is a walking camera. Mm-hmm. They're a walking camera. They're a walking video machine, right? We all have them on our phones, and yes. whenever we see somebody uh, famous, automatically it goes on, right? You just you just waiting for something stupid. Mm-hmm. Right. Apparently, in this incident, what Zeke got to a fight with his girlfriend. I guess the security guard tried to intervene. He pushed him down. I mean, that's it. That's it. There was no punches or anything like that. Not really much violence, but he pushed the guy down. Stupid. I mean, it's just stupid on Zeke's part. Uh, you can't be doing things like this. You, you just can't. Uh, this is for any athlete or any funny famous. You can't be doing stuff like this. 
So anyway, he had his meeting with Goodell, uh, and they were, th- they were thinking there could be a suspension. As soon as he came up with the apology, well, you knew there wouldn't be a suspension because he would have done right. it. Right. Uh, there was a suspension. Right. That was so the I agreement mean, that he had with Goodell. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, that, mm-hmm. Great. That's exactly what came out of that. So you knew there'd be no mm-hmm. suspension there. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You know, uh, <laughs> do I think he'll, he'll be, you know, trouble-free the rest of his career? Hell no. There's a reason mm-hmm. the Cowboys haven't you know, rushed to sign him yet. Because right. with all the uh, franchise takes and everything they can do in his contract, Dallas can hold on to him for three, four more years and not have to really worry. And you think about that, three, four more years, that's over 1,000 touches. His career may be close to done by then anyway. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and he's put himself in this position. He's got no one to blame but himself. You keep doing stupid mm-hmm. things, teams aren't going to give you a long-term deal. And if they do, and the Cowboys still might, it'll be heavily protected where the Cowboys won't get screwed as far as guaranteed money is concerned. So it's, uh, I, I think it's just sad. You have, to, you have to learn, especially when you're a running back, Take care of that money. You know you're not going to have a long career. Odds are against it. You know, and protect your money. You want, mm-hmm. you want to act and do idiotic stuff, do it after your career, after you've made your money. Make as much money as you possibly can now. And sometimes I think these athletes need, need to wake up to that. And mm-hmm. right now, Zeke, Zeke is still a child. He acts like a child. You know, yeah. Maybe eventually he won't, but right now he still does. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know you're a conservative drafter. Uh, taking this story uh, you know, a step further to our fantasy football drafts, does something like this concern you? Uh, do you think that he'll be, <laughs> I hate to put it even this way, do you think he's going to behave uh, rest of season? Uh, you know, because he's, uh, it's between uh, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, and Alvin Kamara. According to the NFBC early uh, ADPs, they're top four. Would something like this make you look at uh, another one of those four guys uh, as you uh, start to draft this season? Well, don't kid yourself. It's between Barkley and Zeke. That's all it is for those top two picks. Uh, Kamara mm-hmm. and McCaffrey are really uh, further down. They're in the, more the next tier. So I think it comes down to uh, if Zeke can survive the next month, you know, because all his pro- problems always seem to be during the offseason when, the, you know, he's not around with the team. Once training camp right. starts, I expect he'll be fine. And mm-hmm. I think he'll be fine uh, anyway. So uh, it's between Zeke and Bark for me at uh, number one. I don't have you. a top yeah. two pick mm-hmm. in any league in, uh, for everybody. You take anybody but those two, you're out of your mind. Uh, <laughs> so if, if you uh, – I think it comes down to what, what you prefer. I mean, I think well, with Zeke, you know you get the Cowboys. You know you're getting a team that doesn't really want to throw the ball. They want to run the ball, play defense, eat uh, time o'clock, and they're going to do that. They're a very good offense. You know, Cooper on board now, full offensive line. Remember, Witten's back. Who uh, Witten may not be able to do much in the passing game, too slow, but he's a very good run-blocking tight end. And you got Travis Frederick back, who people forget missed all of last season due mm-hmm. to the uh, the Gill syndrome. So, and he's back. That offensive line should be uh, motoring once again. And Dallas will have to feed him over and over again. That being said, if you could guarantee me Obviously, I know you can't. But if you could guarantee me that Eli Manning was going to start 16 games, I know this sounds silly, but if that Eli Manning was going to start 16 games, I'd probably take Barkley. Because mm-hmm. I think teams would respect the passing games a little bit more, and I think Barkley would be a major, if not the entire, focus of that offense. So I would right. go Barkley over him. My problem is this. Eventually, we know Daniel Jones is going to have to take over. Giants aren't going to have a good season, unlikely anyway. I think it'll be mm-hmm. week seven, and when I look at the schedule, I think that's when it works out perfectly to put him in there. I expect the Giants to be about two and four. You make the transition, you get ten games with Jones, and once they do that, well, that's eight, nine guys in the box. Mm-hmm. They're going to force Jones to beat them in the passing game, and I just don't know if he can do it. I just mm-hmm. don't know. So that's enough for me to take Zeke one, Barkley two. But anybody who's taking Barkley one, Zeke two, I'm not arguing with you. I'm good with that, yeah. too. I would right, be right. thrilled to get either one. I'd be thrilled to get Kamara and McCaffrey, too. But they're not in conversation for me at one, two. It's Zeke or Barkley here. Then again, knowing my luck, I won't have to worry because I won't get any of them. I rarely get a top pick. <laughs> and yes, I'm bitching about it now. Reverse psychology. <laughs> Ahead of time, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I want to mention uh, Mike Blewett usually here on uh, on Saturdays with us. And uh, hopefully he's enjoying this weekend. And uh, we, we miss him. But uh, you mentioned uh, Eli and uh, Mike seemed to think uh, that Eli was going to be, you know, removed from the uh, the starting position very early in the season. He, he was like, you know, week three, four. Uh, you were more in the middle. 
you mentioned week seven, right? And I was way uh, at the end. I, I thought, the, I forget what week it is. It might be week 14 where they play, uh, where the Giants play the Dolphins. I, I, you know, because I, I, as a Giant fan, I just feel that uh, the Maras and Giant management are just, uh, and I've said this before, loyal uh, to uh, Manning to a fault. So, uh, you know, no. I, I just think that they're going to give him uh, a lot longer leash. And, and in a way, if they switch over to Daniel Jones too quickly, it makes them look even worse than they've looked this uh, past offseason. I mean, because they paid him, what, what did they pay uh, Eli? Was something like $23 million? <laughs> I mean, So uh, they have to show that, that at least that, you know, they're getting some of their money's worth out of it. But I take issue with you with saying, you know, Christian McCaffrey, not even in the question, uh, not even, uh, you know, it's like Zeke and, and Barkley. Because, I mean, when you, when you look in full point PPR leagues I mean, last year, McCaffrey, uh, number two in fantasy points per game. You had Barkley uh, at 24 with 24 fantasy points per game and McCaffrey right behind him, uh, 23.8. Well, let me, I, hold on. Let me, maybe I didn't sort this right. Number one was Gurley, uh, Barkley at 24, and McCaffrey at uh, 23.8. You look at what McCaffrey did last year, uh, 107 receptions. How, I mean, do you see him uh, regressing? I mean, well, you, just, why, you just said he's why, third. You sort of made my point for me. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I yeah, said but, he's third. Yeah, but the guy, yeah, but the guy, no, well, the guy that's first, we're not even considering, right? Are we considering Gurley? No, Gurley okay. is probably the guy I am most interested in seeing where he goes. Right, I right. am scared. I, I Listen, he's got arthritis of a knee. They could mm-hmm. say all the nice things they want about him, but they protected him majorly last year, especially when they needed him. He didn't Won't play. be on any of my teams. That, I, I'm not going to say that for me because you, you never know where a guy drops to. You know, yeah, he I could mean, have, no. but, Third round, yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> right, exactly. Listen, you, you, you laugh, but there'll be yeah. leagues he falls to the third round. I'll guarantee it. But right. people will be so shy of him, especially in earlier drafts, because you won't you won't be seeing him. But I mean, Barkley, Elliott, McCaffrey, Bell, Kamara, Gordon, uh, Johnson, Mixon, Cook. These these are running backs on the top of my head. I'll take above them. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably Connor. Um, Chubb, Damian Williams are right there. Mm-hmm. So he Gurley to me comes in like okay when we start talking about Marlon Mack, all right I might take Gurley ahead of Mack, mm-hmm. you know uh, Devonta Freeman only because Freeman gets hurt every damn year, uh, you know Sony Michelle's uh, Josh Jacobs Mark the guys like that those would be the ones uh, that I would take Gurley ahead of but those mm-hmm. other backs I named which is, I think I named at least ten are they're going ahead of Gurley for me I I can't trust it. I can't trust it. And if somebody wants to take him round one, good luck to you. I'm, yeah. You can have him. You can have mm-hmm. him in round one. Uh, mm-hmm. and you better, better make sure you grab uh, Are you grabbing Henderson as your uh, your handcuff. You're grabbing Mac- Malcolm Brown. That, that's the other problem. Mm-hmm. I think if, if Gurley does go down and you grab, and you have Henderson, you think, oh, it's no problem. I got Henderson. I don't think so. Because I think if uh, Brown, Gurley goes down, it's a committee now with Brown and Henderson. And I think that that's, doesn't help you any. As far as fantasy is concerned, so uh, I'm like you. Odds are, unless he falls me, to, you know, hey, it's the values there. I can't pass it up. Which is round three is what you said. I won't be having on any of my teams either. Right, right. So in this, what I consider, you know, this top tier, the top top uh, four. Where do you stand on Kamara? Uh, any concerns with him? Uh, with uh, Latavius Murray, maybe you know, vulturing some touchdowns from him. I know he's Kamara. You, you really can't argue with how he's produced so far in his young career. Uh, but uh, last year, like I mentioned, you had Gurley, number one, Barkley, number two, McCaffrey, number three, and Kamara, number four. This is in fantasy points per game in full-point PPR. Yes, yeah, so for me, I would have it as, uh, Zeke, Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara. Uh, Kamara, he probably does worry me the most. McCaffrey might worry me as far as injury is concerned because he's a smaller guy, and the mm-hmm. uh, team's just going to focus on him massively. Uh, Kamara worries me because Drew Brees regressed as the season went on last year. All right, we saw that he's getting older, and that's not a shock. Uh, mm-hmm. He regressed a little bit. That offense is really about Kamara and Thomas. And if teams are taking away one, the other one's going to have a hard time because everybody will be focused on him. So uh, I do worry somewhat about that. You mentioned Latavius Murray. I think that's also a valid worry. Murray's a good running back. Now, yes, they yes. have Mark Ingram, who's also a good worry about, a good uh, running back. But how many weeks were we ticked off because it was – an Ingram week. He got the mm-hmm. touchdowns, not uh, Kamara. Same thing's going to happen this year. 
But that being said, he's my fourth overall running back. I'm going to take him. He is that good. But uh, I don't have him in the same class as the uh, Zeeks and Barkers. Different kinds of running backs. I prefer backs as far as Bark and Zeke where there's nobody else. Mm-hmm. You know, who else Giants giving the ball to besides Barkley? Who else Cowboys giving the ball to besides Zeke? You know, McCaffrey's in this uh, category as well. Can anybody name the backup running back in Carolina? <laughs> you know, so uh, is it still I, pain? I, I prefer that. <laughs> pain, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I, and I get your point that you're a little worried about, you know, McCaffrey being having a smaller build and teams focusing on him. But hey, you know, they, they probably were focusing on him in last season as well. And uh, I think he's shown now that uh, yeah, also those pictures of him, you know, this guy looks like the, the a miniature Incredible Hulk. I, I think he's OK. I think he'll, he'll last the season. <laughs> I'm not worried about him in terms of his durability. But all right. So uh, another uh, running back. uh that was in the news and you mentioned Nick Chubb and uh, we're talking about uh, Kareem Hunt and I, and I grouped them together because Kareem Hunt, what's he su- suspended George eight games? Uh, I believe he's out. Half, so, he's out half the yeah. regular season, the NFL regular season. Right. Right. So Kareem Hunt was questioned uh, about uh, this the incident in a bar in, in Cleveland. And, you know, you know we, we talked about just putting yourself in bad situations you know, I mean, this this guy is currently uh, on suspension and, 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 you know, nothing came of it in terms of, uh, you know, he wasn't uh, arrested or, or anything. But just, you know, lay low, guy, lay low. <laughs> I don't know if we can yell at Kareem Hunt for this, okay? He's just in a bar. Apparently, he was just a witness, just there. Mm-hmm. Something happened. I mean, so it's not fair to get on him. It's not fair, oh, you can't go to a bar. No, of course you can. Of All right, so I, I'm not I'm not yeah. getting on Kareem Hunt for this and saying mm-hmm. lay low. What I think that's kind of silly. Uh, once again, he uh, <laughs> I think in this, for saying this anything that's, that Kareem Hunt did anything wrong from what we've heard. I said from mm-hmm. what we've heard, it's just he was there, right. didn't do anything, wasn't involved, just there, saw it. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna get on, get on Kareem Hunt for this. I'll get on him plenty for other things. Mm-hmm. Not like I like the man. He's uh, he's got problems. To put it mm-hmm. nicely, and uh, you know, the Cleveland Browns, I think signing him was a mistake. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Why you want to bring that uh, those problems into your clubhouse? Uh, yeah, when you have a good team, you didn't need the position anyway. Strange. I, I thought it was all strange for me what Cleveland did here. But uh, as far as this incident, I don't expect anything to come of it unless we get. Uh, it does end up being he was involved, but it looks like he wasn't. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is. Uh, Kareem Hunt, fantasy wise, I mean he's not going to play to week nine at best. And we've seen this before with suspensions. That doesn't mean he comes in week nine and starts. Unless Chubb is hurt, he's not going to start. He's going to be, a, you know, filtered in a little bit. I don't know what he does for you. You want to grab him in your last round in, in a redraft league. If you're talking a uh, keeper, a dynasty league, well, that's a little different. But in a redraft league, you're drafting your last couple of picks just to cover yourself and you have Chubb. Okay. But odds are during the first eight weeks of the season, he's going to be someone you release because you have other injuries or, or the bye week you got to replace somebody. So you're not going to mm-hmm. have him long term anyway. Hmm. And, and Chubb, according to NFBC ADPs, is the 12th running back being taken off the board. Uh, average ADP of 19.85. So he's in a typical 12-team league. He's going in the second round. Any concerns over I, – I know what you just said about Kareem Hunt, but any concerns about uh, him, uh, you know, affecting – Hunt affecting Chubb's uh, production later in the season? I mean, it shouldn't. Chubb's a good running back. This is a good offense. He should be having a fine season. The only thing I'd worry about it really are two things. One, of course, injury. You know, Chubb's banged up. Yeah, that could be a problem. I'm sure when Hunt is ready to play, he will take away some ser- uh, at least a series here, a series there. I expect that to happen. But that's normal mm-hmm. for most teams, right? Most teams do that. You have a back that comes into a spell that is starting running back. I think mm-hmm. what, what would worry me is the most is the coaching staff getting cute. Oh, we got two great backs now. Let's play them both. You know, and that that sort of thing, and that will you know that will piss off both owners because mm-hmm. you won't know who to start each week. But I, I said the, if Chubb is performing well and Cleveland's performing well, which we all expect, I can't see how they go. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I hope that's the mantra they follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that maybe they could coexist where uh, you know Hunt would be more the passing downs kind of back? I mean, he had 53 receptions in 2017. Uh, do you think that that there's a possibility that might happen? Of course, possibly anything could happen. Once again, the uh, you know the Cleveland or hierarchy they they know Hunt. They obviously they like him, but mm-hmm. once again, if Chubb is playing well, why would you switch? Why would you change? That's what it mm-hmm. comes down. I, I'm a big don't uh, no don't fix it if it ain't broken guy. You know Cleveland's playing well. 
I don't see why they would change anything. Chubb is a good back. They did not need Hunt. You know, Hunt may be an overall better back, maybe, but Chubb is fine. You're gonna win. You're gonna win with Chubb. I would just leave it alone unless there's a drink. It's almost like the Browns wanted to create their own fantasy team and just get all the big names they could. What they just haven't done, right? Well, when we come back, we're gonna be talking a little Scott Fishbowl, uh, fantasy footballer. You can start drafting on Monday. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Network. Look, Blondie taking us back. Weekend Fantasy Update. Joglina and George Kurtz. Fantasy Prince. Sean Angle keeping us flying straight. And, you know, I just want to take a, a little sidebar just, just to, to, to mention, uh, uh, you know, Tyler Skaggs, uh, you know, the, the passing unexpectedly. Angel starting pitcher. Rest in peace. You just never know. <laughs> you know what could happen in life so and also now uh, uh news this morning actually at the, the roto world broke it at about uh four or five o'clock in the morning about uh carlos carrasco you heard di- diagnosed with uh, uh leukemia blood cancer yeah uh i just saw task gags earlier in the week uh got that when i was at the hockey rink i'm like wow that was uh stunning mm. was he 29 yeah. and uh, unresponsive in his hotel room uh mm-hmm. just just stunning uh, that uh, he passed away. Carlos Carrasco, my wife, is actually a uh, uh, leukemia nurse. So, uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to talk to her about it mm-hmm. today, but because uh, she was uh, still sleeping. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – you know, Carrasco does think he'll be able to come back and pitch this year. That it's under control. But still, you know, always uh, – if you get that these athletes are everyday – they're like you and I, everyday people. Things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, things just happen, and it's, uh, it's unfortunate for them as it is for, uh, for us. So uh, you hope he's able to manage it, get it under control, cure, who knows, see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, uh, didn't expect to hear about either one of those this week. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Uh, It's a cliche, but live every day as if it's your last, right? So, uh, you know, like you said, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Talis Gags' family and also, obviously, Carlos Carrasco. Uh, And like you mentioned, I don't know about this season, but he says he, he will pitch again, so... We're rooting for him. We're rooting for him. Uh, so let's talk a little Scott Fishbowl. Uh, what is the Scott Fishbowl? It's a, uh, it's a fantasy football league. Uh, 1,200 teams, uh, 112-team leagues. Uh, most participants are uh, in the, in the uh, fantasy uh, industry. But uh, there's also a bunch of people that are fans that, that are involved as well. It's a real fun league. We start drafting July 8th, Monday, uh, at 11 a.m. Eastern time. It's a slow draft. We're playing on myfantasyleague.com. Eight hour. It's a. It's very slow. Eight hours, and uh, hopefully the at least the first round will go fast. But uh, so. It, some nuances with the scoring in this league. You start a, a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, four flex positions. One could be a quarterback, so it's a super flex. That's 11 uh, in total. Uh, no kickers or defenses, no trading. Uh, Six-point passing, rushing, and receiving TDs. That's a big deal. Right, George? That's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, it makes uh, brings the quarterback value goes way up. Not only can you start two, but you're getting six points for a touchdown pass. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. massive. Now, there are some other little weird uh, – I say weird in a good way, by the way. I like what Scott does. Me this too. is not your yes. traditional league. There's no kickers, mm-hmm. no defenses. You mentioned four flexes. One can be a super flexer. One can be a quarterback. And mm-hmm. in, in that instance, by the way, you damn well better be drafting two quarterbacks. All right, that's what you want in those two, uh, in that flex. And you worry about your mm-hmm. three flexes later. There's points for first downs, half point each for rushing or receiving first down. You get five points for every 50 receiving yards, five points for every 
50 rushing yards. That balances out balances it out a little bit. You also get five points for every 300 passing yards. So pretty much an extra touchdown. But for a good receiver or a good uh, running back, that's an extra 10 points. Yeah. Think about that. You know, yep. so uh, it's big plus your first downs. You know, so it, it's uh, it's the first time he's done this. He does it every year. He changes the rules every year, so you can't really uh, – it's hard to, uh, I guess, look at past numbers and figure out what you're going to do here, past drafts. Uh, tight ends also get another bump. They get an extra half point for uh, yeah. a reception and a first down. So yes. try to make them more valuable. It's, it's, a fun, it's a fun league. man. It's a fun league, a fun draft. Yes. Uh, I, I enjoy it. You know, I have the 11th pick in the first round. Uh, as you mentioned, it starts at 11 a.m. on Monday. We're, doing, uh, we're starting the Fantasy Football Frenzy. That'll be on 1 to 2, Monday to Friday on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Nice, nice. Yeah, me, Chris Venture, and Jim Day. Jim Day also has the 11th pick in his draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. Obviously, we're not in the same uh, division. What division are you in? I'm in Bones Jackson. I have no idea what this is. Bones <laughs> Jackson division? I don't have no idea. Uh, yeah. I think Jim said he's I'm in the Qbert division. I know what Qbert is or was. Yeah. I'm in the Glass Joe, uh, yeah, that punch out division. So no uh, that that, I like that. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 you know, it, it makes sense because, you know, I'm Joe and uh, I'm in the Glass Joe division. So the, a lot of fun there. But like you said, just uh, these little nuances to the scoring uh, make it a fun league to be in. Uh, also, six points for any return touchdown, right? Not every league will give you points for returns, right? So it this is doesn't, a, doesn't really mean anything, but sure. It's a nice little bonus yeah. in case one of you guys. Yeah. Uh, you're not drafting for that, all right? You'd be lucky to get one. Oh, well, you're not, but you'll take it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I play in leagues where you get return uh, yardage points. That's much more mm-hmm. important than a return touchdown. Right. I say it's, it's mm-hmm. a fun little. I, I like what Scott does. I do. Uh, in my mind, I think I've said this before. I think I've uh, said this with you before. Yeah, we always had the argument. Our former uh, co-worker, Jake Seeley, hated PPR. You know, I, I don't. I know I've talked to Jake. I don't remember the re- reason he hated PPR, but I'm sure one of it is this: I'm the quarterback. I throw a pass to Joe Galina. Joe catches it, but he loses three yards. Why the hell is Joe getting a point? Yeah, I get I think that. That's why he hates I, it. Yes, I understand why Jake would hate that, <laughs> mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. I, I understand that. I understand that. But it also by giving and I don't want PPR, to put words or, in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Or at least the half point PPR. At least you're making receivers more valuable. Or, or that we're taking running backs left and right, which we're doing anyway. But mm-hmm. what Scott did it. He was the first uh, league I've seen do this. I believe it was last year. It might have been the year before, but I believe it was last year. He get, he went PP1. That's what I call it. PP1, point per first down. And I think all, I think this should be standard. I think all leagues should do this. Get rid of the PPR. Get rid of half-point PPR. Go PP1. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you, you can't tell me there's ever a time where a first down is not important. It's always important. Right? Keeps the ball. Mm-hmm. Keeps the ball in your hands. Keeps them in Absolutely. your possession. You can't mm-hmm. argue that. You just can't argue that. First down is always important here. So I would like to see eventually all leagues go to that. I agree that I'd mm-hmm. like to see standard leagues be super flex. I think that should be standard now with all the quarterbacks we have. And I think uh, I'd like to see IDP. Really, I, I hate the fact that – think about it. I mean, we, we, we play baseball. We don't ignore pitchers. We play hockey. Mm-hmm. We don't ignore goaltending. But in football, we pretty much ignore defense. So for team defense, yay, which everybody knows. Just take them in the last round. You know, it's just, it drives me insane. Yeah, I think we should have uh, – you know, I think I think IDP should be much more standard than than it actually is. I agree with you, and I think it would make me a uh, better fantasy player and a, uh, give me a better understanding of the overall game of football in real life as well. Having to pay attention to to the defensive schemes, the the, the defensive players. So yeah, I mean it'd be a challenge, but yeah, I welcome it. So yeah, I agree with you. You know, you could throw uh, one defensive player in there. Why not? Why not? So uh, one, also you got to throw up, three. You can't, you can't throw one. You throw three. You start off hey, small. Uh, can we take baby linebacker? steps? <laughs> that, that, believe me, three is a baby step. You're taking uh-huh. one defensive lineman, one linebacker, one secondary player, which means in a 12-team mm-hmm. league, by the way, everybody has superstars. Everybody. That's why you're taking right. it slow, and you build up mm-hmm. from there. You'll find out, by the way, you, you mentioned that you'll, you'll learn the game better. What, you, mm-hmm. you know what you'll learn? You'll learn that there are certain stadiums that are better that you want to start your guys in because certain stadiums, the scorekeeper awards, you know, tackles and assists for breathing on somebody. You know, if, you're, if you're in the area, you're getting an assist. That's a point. You know, so that's what you'll learn. I'm not, I kid you, you not. Yeah, guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Davenport will tell you that, like, Buffalo awards points for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that, that's guy that you want to start guys there. You want to start guys. See, that's something Buffalo I never would have thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. weird little nuances like that. Just like in Major League mm-hmm. Baseball, let's face it, there are no such things as errors anymore. You pretty much have to mm-hmm. throw a ball to the 13th row to get an error. 
<laughs> a little home bias sometimes as well from the scorekeepers in baseball, right? Uh, I hate it. So, <laughs> Absolutely hate it. Well, three hopper goes through his legs, but he didn't get a glove on it. Oh, hit. What? <laughs> what? You know, in my mind, Joe, what I like to see baseball do is this. I like to have a fifth umpire in the booth. That umpire should, A, be the official scorer. This way, there's no bias. He doesn't care about the home team or the away team. He doesn't care about the pitcher being nice to him. He's the, the official scorer, error or not error. And then I'd also like to see that umpire be the review guy. Very mm-hmm. simple. He's your fifth umpire. He calls that, eh, no, you, you blew it there, uh, Tom. You know, he, he missed that play. You know, I don't think the Mets would have liked to have had that last night because Hoskins was out. Mm-hmm. Good point, good point. So uh, I also want to mention about Scott Fish. Uh, I think one of the most influential people in our industry, George, with this fantasycares.net where uh, he uh, buys toys for kids around Christmas time. Not only that, but uh, sometimes if there's like a – a specific uh, horrific incident, you know, he'll, he'll donate to charities, uh, you know, for food charities as well. So uh, allows us as fantasy players, fantasy fans uh, to, uh, you know, help you know, give back a little bit. So fantasycares.net, I think, uh, what was it? I think they, how many, uh, I was looking at their website, 32 carts of toys uh, bought for kids uh, last holiday season. So, uh, really good stuff from Scott Fish. We we tip our cap to him. Uh, but uh, so I was involved uh, in a uh, mock draft earlier this week, uh, trying to just get a figure, just get acclimated to uh, the uh, what we're going to be uh, doing on Monday. So I had the sixth pick overall, and here's how it went. It went uh, Saquon Barkley, Zeke, McCaffrey. Bell at number four. What do you think about Bell being the fourth pick overall, George, in any league? <laughs> I mean, I already said it. Obviously, it's not something I would do. I already said yeah. I would take, uh, you know, uh, Zeke, Barkley, uh, yeah. CMC, and Kamara. But then again, mm-hmm. I might have Bell at 5-6, so I'm not going to knock mm-hmm. the person. It's just not what I would have done. You know, looking mm-hmm. at your mock, it was, run- it was running back nuts. The only problem yeah. I had in the first round was, was probably uh, Todd Gurley going, what, seventh overall? Right after. Obviously, you- yes. You and, mm-hmm. I, you and I didn't like that. You know, Correct. Uh, I would have taken D- David Johnson pretty easily uh, at that, that pick and mm-hmm. not complained. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the only thing I saw in the first round. I am not, you know, certainly not in this, uh, this league, Scott Fishbowl, a super flex league. I'm not taking a tight end first round. Travis Kelsey went uh, nine. I'm not doing that. Uh, but in a redraft league, I, I've done some mocks to consider it because he is so much better than everybody else, and I hate my team. I just hate mm-hmm. it. Everyone was, I can't get running backs. Obviously, if you don't take a running back in the first round, you're not going to be able to get running backs you like. And I, I just mm-hmm. don't like what I've done. You know, he, now this person ended up taking uh, Kelsey, and they got James Conner. But once again, you got you got a guy who's got a little bit of a wart there. Is Samuel's going to play some? Can Conner do it back to back? I just don't like my team when I see Kelsey. And in Superflex mm-hmm. League, I don't think you can afford to do this anyway. Because when right. I look at this team, right. I, I look at the person who did this. Uh, I don't think they realized it was, it was Superflex. They didn't take quarterback to round five. I don't think most of the players in this league realized it's a Superflex with six points for a touchdown pass. As only four quarterbacks went in the first three rounds. Five in the first four. You know, then it went mm-hmm. quarterback heavy. You know, I think people didn't realize it, uh, or didn't realize it had six points for a touchdown pass. But I've played in Scott, the Scott Fishbowl, I believe, since year one. And it's, it's been a super flex always. And I think it's always been a six points for a touchdown pass. And it's, it's why I told you during the break about this mock. I mean, it's not going to help anybody because in every one of these drafts, it's been different. It just depends right. on you with what their philosophy is. I don't know, you know, the, the league I'm in, I don't know half these people. So I don't know if they're going to know the rules. I don't know right, if they're going right. to know it's a super flex. I don't know if they're going to know it's six points for a touchdown pass. I have no mm-hmm. idea. It's why, and this may be the optimist part of me, that I had the 11th pick. I'm like, you know what? I don't mind having the 11th pick. I'll have a good idea what the draft's going to be like. If two or three quarterbacks went before, then I know it's going to be quarterback crazy. And I better take a quarterback at 11 and or 14. If... No, like in this in this mock, the first quarterback went at eleven, Patrick Mahomes. If that mm-hmm. happens here, then I'm like, okay, it's not quarterback crazy. They're gonna take. It's gonna be more like a regular draft with quarterbacks sprinkled in, and I can maybe mm-hmm. wait a little bit. That's sort of what I'm hoping for, you know, that I can wait a little bit because I know uh, at eleven and fourteen, those are my picks. I'll definitely have one quarterback. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm not taking my first quarterback at uh, what, 24, 35. I, you, know, mm-hmm. I can't, you can't afford to do that. Not in my mind. You can't afford to do that in this kind of league. So I'm hoping 
for me that at 11, I can get a good running back. And I'll take that. You know, then I'll take my top quarterback at 14. That's what I'm planning on doing, which in this draft means I probably would have ended up with Joe Mixon or Dalvin Cook as my first running back. And then I would have ended up with, what, Andrew Luck as my quarterback. And if I can end up with Cook and Luck, I'll take that and run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think about my uh, Gordon and Luck? You know, like, I like Gordon, but then, uh, you know, and I took him, obviously, but uh, and it's a mock, but you look at, you know, his career played 16 games just once. The 4.0 career uh, yards per carry is a little light, but he does average 40-plus catches per season. Uh, what do you think about Gordon? Well, the only negative is what you already brought up. The, it's just the injury history. That's really it. Uh, listen, if I, I already said I would have liked uh, what Cook and Luck or Mixon and Luck. I would have liked Gordon and Luck more. <laughs> so I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have taken right. Gordon above those two. So I don't have any problem with that. No problem at all. I mean, looking at your draft mm-hmm. real quick here, I, you did very well. I mean, Aaron oh, Rodgers you. falling to you as your second quarterback. Jesus, I mean, come on. <laughs> that should not have happened. In the fifth round. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was you, by the way. I didn't look at the names of these uh, of anybody. Right, 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 right. But, uh, uh-huh. but when I was looking at the mock, I'm looking at the quarterbacks. I'm like, where the hell is Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> you know, and they see him go. Uh, he went in the fifth round. He went, what, the sixth quarterback overall. So, Baker yeah, Mayfield think, uh, went two rounds ahead of him. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's a little silly. <laughs> Uh, you got Josh Jacobs, too, as your second running uh, running back there with Antonio Brown, too. Yeah, you, you did well. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's yeah. a shame it's a mock. This is actually a team I wouldn't mind going to – I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> mind fighting with this team. Yeah, this mm-hmm, is uh, – mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to study your draft on down, but uh, – No, luck, I hear you. I mean, Superflex League, six points for a touchdown pass. You ended up with Luck and Rodgers, and you got Gordon and Jacobs and Antonio mm-hmm. Brown. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, I think, you, I think you do okay with this team. Yeah. I wish I could One play minute. it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought that I got good value in the third round with Antonio Brown, and it, it seems like you kind of agree. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's an idiot. Another guy is an <laughs> IB player, but, but uh, still, I don't yeah. care. You know, I don't mm-hmm. care at all. I care about his winning, right? And he's going he's to get me mm-hmm. fantasy points. He's certainly going to get a lot of throws his way. I don't, I don't yep. want the numbers to be the same uh, as they were in Pittsburgh because, you know, Carr is not Ben. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, he'll he'll put up his numbers. And Antonio Brown going in the third round is probably about right in a superflex league because once again, quarterbacks are going to be drafted. I, in this case, there was only what one, two. There were four quarterbacks drafted before Antonio Brown, but that pushes him down almost a round. In most leagues, he's probably going to go in round two. There you go. All right, uh, we'll come back at the top of the hour. We're going to switch gears in the next hour. We'll still talk some fantasy football, but we got Matty Modica from the Athletic joining us. We'll talk some uh, fantasy baseball with him. Weekend fantasy, of course. 